Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the 12 Podcasts of Christmas. Today we're featuring our own business, HubSpoke Marketing, um, to share insight into 2020, how it's gone and the challenges that COVID has posed. So join Natalie and myself where we will take you through our year and I hope you enjoy the episode. So this podcast today, we are stepping in to share with you our story. Um, but before we get into that, Natalie, how are you? I am very well, thank you, Adam. And you? I'm good. I'm good. We're getting there. This is um, episode 11, if I'm counting correctly. Um, it is. Obviously, I'll know that in the edit. Um, but yeah, um, so episode 11 today is us sharing our story and our experience of uh 2020 what what do you think about 2020 natalie what do i think about 2020 well there's a lot to say and there's also nothing to say isn't there um like everyone it's just been just been bonkers hasn't it um we started off the year excited about our new office (laughs) getting into our new office and having lots of ideas and lots of plans and then boom how long did that last Two weeks. Yeah, like well, we yeah, it was two weeks before the we recommend you work from home order came in. The office yeah. had been in the pipeline for Yeah that, um, a couple of like a couple of months really. We we're building up to it. Yeah, uh, we were yeah, we were building yeah, we were just sort of waiting to get in, weren't we? So we, it was in the pipeline for a little while. And yeah, then well, the yeah, it happened and we're waiting for the previous tenants to uh, vacate um, the, the yeah. office. So we're building up to that and taking on the office was a big step, you know, for us, like, and really. Yes. As a business for you, it was a big decision, wasn't it? Yeah. You, you got to weigh that up, but equally you and I were already using like the open space packages at business central where we're based in Darlington. It's great. Um, and that worked really well, but we're starting to get to the point where we need to do, things such as this although we're we're at home at the moment recording this but things in the office we had big plans we were going to work on our podcast in there we're also going to live stream and do things in there as well we could um use it as yeah the micro studio yeah so i was really excited about that particularly um but obviously that's just that had quite the window didn't it because you can't do that at a distance even if we were in the office you can't have anyone in can you so yeah so we got in there and it had to come out very quickly, which was a bit uh, <laughs> frustrating. Frustrating, yeah. It was a shame because uh, we built up the excitement. Obviously, it was for good reason. Yeah, I think the the even bigger uh, kick in the teeth, I suppose, was when we we got back to the office and it was a new office and a bigger office. And then we had two weeks in that. <laughs> we had, yeah, we had, we had a bit longer. What we did was we. Uh, actually moved offices as we came out the second lockdown um, into a slightly bigger office which will lend itself nicely to work uh, to other bits of work and we can do things and we actually had a good few months in the summer didn't we we can distance in there quite easily when it's the mm-hmm. two of us and I have used it for some filming projects and things like that as well which has been quite handy to do albeit with COVID measures in place face mask and windows and all that sort of thing going on 
Um, we can practice this for, um, for the studio side of things as well. I'm looking forward to us filming in there. Um, oh. So, yeah, it's... Um, I've lost you, sorry. You've lost me. I've still got you here. That's okay. Technical issues are fine. Yeah, it's because my um, there you go. Sorry about that. My That's screen. okay. So yeah, the the new office we just moved up because you know if it really committed to getting behind it, and I can really see how the value in the space. And I've done uh, a couple of photo shoots in there. I've shot some video in there as well, and that's where I've cleared all the uh, furniture to the side and moved things around. I got a bit of flexibility in there, and that that's worked nicely. <clears throat> and I want to look how we how we expand on that going forward. But yeah, you're right, we have been working from home, but I also see it as a base for some of our equipment as well, because from yeah. my point of view, uh, lighting, camera equipment, stands, studio kit, it's a lot to have rattling around your house. It is, and yeah, it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a perfect place for it to all to stay. You know, it's in, in one place, isn't it? And during the working hours, um, well, you've been teaching me more and more about the equipment as well, haven't you? And that's been good. Just to yeah. have a better understanding about all of that and how it works. And I can be a bit more useful then when... Um, a bit more useful than you are useful. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've, been, I've been able to come with you for a few um, a few jobs recently, haven't I? So it's been, it's been good. And the more experience I have with the equipment and whatnot, the, the more capable I am on those jobs as well for you. Yeah, and I think just to frame that, how we got to that place was as we started to emerge from lockdown and, and even in lockdown, we had more demand on our video uh, mm. work because naturally um, just like we're communicating on zoom right now to record this podcast. Um, naturally it worked well to do video. So some of our existing clients were leaning more into video um, and we're doing more content because you're having to deliver it at arm's reach, just like we've heard from a few of the other podcasts that we've talked to. Um, and that also brought us some new clients as well um, that haven't done anything with video and haven't had anything to do with us. In fact, um, some of them just came through completely fresh um, and, and they wanted to work with us in video, but that meant, you know, we're doing, um, more video work which is something we really enjoy and do <clears throat> and that was apparent that other than the videos that I produce and I can't share all of the videos we make uh, mm -hmm. for various reasons um, people only ever see the end product and I thought it'd be good to start showcasing what goes on behind the camera because um, you only ever see the finished product when these videos are made so that's where I said to Natalie how do you fancy doing a bit of having to go a little bit of filming what's your experience been like that oh i've loved it not so sure you've loved it afterwards when you get the footage there. <laughs> i tend to be a bit snap happy don't i but um it's been really great experience and the, the jobs that we've done recently have been really different all of them really different um and they've all been a lot of fun we've had we've had um, a great time on all of them haven't we so yeah, I've loved seeing, because obviously I don't see that side really. You you normally go off and you film for the day or however long. Um, and I do the other side of of the stuff, you know, the social and the the writing. So I don't really see any of that. I know you talk about it, but um, it's been good to see it firsthand. Um, and it's definitely opened my eyes up to the whole process. And I've realised how much more work goes into it than even I realised. And I, and I 
work really closely with you so um you know there's a lot of preparation there's a lot of equipment like you say you know all that equipment has to go out and be lugged around um and then the actual day itself is is well it's exhausting really but in a really good way in all the in the best way possible um but it's busy isn't it and yeah you're on your feet and on yeah, the it's, it's it's non-stop you're thinking like you know we try and get sort of a script or storyboard or a framework to work to so we know and it can be tight or as narrow sometimes you can have very prescriptive shoots where you know you need key shots mm. that are key things that people need to say um and some it's just like we need you to showcase the space and i'll do my research beforehand to to look at the space what i have realized and i did not anticipate this at all when i invited you along to film i thought you'd just stand in the background which you did and and film me which you did but then very quickly i realized you know i could be taking about six bags of stuff in various formats uh, whether it's lights or camera gear or gim- a gimbal or backdrop or stands. And when you're on a, a filming shoot or whatever, or even photo shoot, you quite often have an allotted window that you need to get it done by. And that could be because uh, the business only have so much time, or maybe we only have so much time. Um, or that's just what we've agreed within the scope of the budget, you know, um, with within the shoot very quickly what I realized is having you on it then dawned on me as you were stood there filming me I could actually say can you grab the other end of this backdrop and help yeah. me and that really opened my eyes to how much I've been sort of shouldering a lot of the work solo and just having that extra pair of hands has proved invaluable mm-hmm. um, also when I get in the shoot I find, and this is only from watching behind the scenes footage. I think anything could be going on in the room sometimes. And because I'm so dialed in, I wouldn't even know what had gone on. And, yeah. You know, there's an example where you, you've picked up information that I couldn't, didn't process because I was so engrossed in the filming. And then you've mm-hmm. kind of gone, Adam, you need to do this. Because you've, you know, it's amazing how uh, that's just some of my observations. And it's because you're busy and it's because you're doing it. Um, but even just having you there as a pair of hands and it's not going to be needed for every shoot no, I think no. shooting the behind the scenes stuff is good because it does showcase the lighting the the equipment the thought uh the process um i've seen myself as a director for the first time because i could see what i'm doing like bossing gently bossing people around a little bit you know <laughs> It's very, yeah, yeah, there's a real focus to the day, isn't there? And I'm, I remember you saying, you know, um, that you, you shoot with the edit in mind. So your your brain's constantly ticking along, isn't it? And you're already thinking about the, the finished piece and the, the, the video. And that works really well because you're very clear on what you what you need to get. Um, I, think that's yeah, something that's, I think that's something that's evolved during lockdown, though, um, because we're having to do more and more videos in a short space of time, especially at the start of lockdown. So I had to have a very clear picture of the edit there and then. So I only got the footage I need because what you can do is if you overshoot, you've got to then sift through yeah. all of these files. Um, like my, my files. Yeah, but 
that, that's the first go, isn't it? That's that's kind of what it's like. It's easy to get more. Whereas I'm kind of thinking, I need this type of shot. Is the focus there? Are we looking at the right information? Is it appropriately lit? Yeah. You know, is the composition correct? And if that's a yes, 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 I go bang. That's in the bag. That's in the edit. Off I go. Yeah. You know, that's I... it. And it also means you don't miss anything. Um, and you don't afterwards go, oh, I should have got that angle. Yeah. I should have got the shot. Yeah, and um, a few things I'll shoot. Um, maybe four variations of the same shot. So I might do a still shot, yeah. just focusing on one thing. I then may, may move left to right, which I can then reverse from right to left if I need a right to left movement. Or I may go yeah. up and down, you know. It's, it, oh, and then I may do a rack. <laughs> what? Yeah, then I may do a rack. Yeah, then I may do the squat technique, try and get in a st still camera. And then I'll do a, a focus rack. And then I've got like a toolbox of shots that I can use. Um, mm. But lock, lockdown has meant I've needed to um, really think about the editing. And also being able to visualize that a lot more. Um, there's a shot we did for a retail client recently, uh, a shoot we did for a retail client. And the edit has come out pretty much how I'd hoped mm -hmm. when I'm from, you know, like the types of shots, the types of transitions, the movement. Sometimes it's hard working out sort of the story and that can just be a journey through the shop or it could be a journey through time if it's an event um, or a journey through a space. Sometimes you need to work that out and that can be tricky when you're trying to think, well, I need to showcase this over here. That's maybe the headline bit. How do I build up to that? Mm -hmm. I can't just go straight into it. You know, I want to um, ground it. So yeah, lo lockdown has certainly had its challenges, but it certainly meant we've developed our video. And then on the back of that, we're like, well, we need to get some behind the scenes. Um, and that's where Natalie got involved, which has been great. And it turned yeah. out I needed help anyway. Yeah, it worked out all around, didn't it? Yeah. There have there been fun shoots that we've done. We've done one with Santa. We're chasing Mr. Claus. That, yeah, that was a great day. Yeah, it was. Yeah. He's such a nice guy. Yeah, he was. He was lovely. Um, and that was a really different shoot, actually, wasn't it, to the other ones that we've done? Um, yeah. So it's actually, it's been nice to see the behind-the-scenes footage. I like, because um, obviously you've just put that video out where you've you've sort of contrasted the behind-the-scenes with the finished piece, and um, it's quite amazing to see, because even though I was there and I, I watched you do it, um, just seeing that contrast is amazing, actually. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing something involving when I'm actually editing a video. Yeah. Um, okay. Try and lift the lid on that a bit to show what goes into it. And and look, editing is simple and as complicated as you want it to be. Mm. You know, um, I definitely try and take a a simpler approach. With uh, I think subtlety is a really good description at times in terms of how you should do things. Um, but yeah, so from a video point of view. People have engaged with us for that, and we've been delighted to help people out. Obviously, remote working, a lot of our stuff is computer-based. And from our business perspective, we are fortunate in that regard um, with the challenges faced this year. But it has meant different challenges in terms of uh, the thing I've missed the most is with ourselves, Natalie, where we just you have that kind of informal chat about work that really develops some ideas. Mm, yeah it's much easier isn't it just over a coffee chatting um 
than necessarily yeah, organizing a zoom meeting where it's about that it's just you know a lot of stuff that we we just freely talk in the office don't we and a lot of things come from that um just sort of like bold moments really um but i think we we talk a lot each day don't we so um you know we do just have chit chat as well so we we've done really well i think actually um adapting to to how we work from how it was in the office um still mean i'm still looking forward to getting back to the office <laughs> yeah and, I, and getting off zoom <laughs> and getting a coffee machine and getting a coffee machine she's yeah. desperate for a coffee machine I will. 2021, it's got to be the year for a coffee machine for a coffee machine. not for the end of a global pandemic just for a coffee machine <laughs> <laughs> okay pandemic first coffee pandemic first. okay good that's, that's <laughs> um yeah i think the you know we've used um like whatsapp and facetime and stuff like that to do video calls just uh regularly to make sure we're working because a lot of the work we work together on um so i'll do elements of work and, and natalie will be tying in with that and equally natalie will be preparing content or um you know text for a website or anything like that and then that's the one thing that we, we can't do is where i can just sort of nip across and look at your screen you, you know we can that yeah. that's been harder isn't it just checking in those little things yeah some yeah like the formatting issues and stuff because quite often i get you to come and give a I, i've missed the whole second opinion thing like just yeah. the quick like like saying can you just come and look at this um yeah you know i, I do I, there's a lot of value in that yeah um and just We've said before, haven't we? Business Central is just such a great place to work as well. It's nice. Yeah. It's lovely to be in there. So. And we had Dan on from Business Central and he talked about how how much, you know, they've done a huge amount of work um, to support all of their, you know, all the businesses that are based there, um, you know, with being COVID secure and, you know, all, all the stuff that needs to be put in place. Um, so, yeah, is do miss that. We are looking forward to returning the to the office and I think there'll always be a degree of uh, remote working that I've absolutely no no qualms about that but I think there's also um, sort of a mixture would work mm. quite nicely I think the you know in the early days of lockdown we didn't know where things were heading um, and I'd say we've been sensible throughout you know conservative and just keeping our yeah. powder dry in terms of well, I've certainly been looking at it as like a, you know, I'm thinking about next summer. I'm not thinking about this month per se. I'm thinking like where, yeah, you know, make sure we survive um, as a business, as many many will be, because um, you just don't know what's around the corner. No, I still remember that such a strange conversation we had, didn't we, outside a little shop? <laughs> well, it was run. Yeah, I drove. Yeah. I had to go to the office to pick something up and then I had to drive to come and see you. And I was like, there then. So we just sat outside of a sh shop, distance. Business meeting. Yeah, distance. Business meeting. <laughs> right. What are we going to do? No idea where we were going to end up or how it was going to go. Yeah, I mean, but, for um, me, um, I was handed my, my children. Yeah. Here you go. Childcare and work child can work um a, a challenging mix is what i'm gonna say diplomatically <laughs> um <laughs> i've had to yeah juggle that it's hard uh, to believe all of it's happened now really when i look back over the summer and yeah 
you know everything that has, has occurred it's just bonkers to think that was all this year really feels like a long year it does feel like a long year yeah but but what i did was with the with the childcare side i make sure i threw myself into that as much as i could because there's no mm. point trying to fight on both sides um and then when i could work i'd make sure i threw myself into my work and yeah you worked long hours didn't you i mean it was you all work until the job long hours in terms of yeah. going all day and then going all evening yeah um, you, and then working at working all weekend yeah for three yeah, months yeah which is is really hard isn't it to when you're when you're all together you know in a house but actually you're not really getting to spend any time together yeah it was when our eldest said when at 12 weeks week 12 of lockdown when are we going to spend some time as a family yeah which is crazy considering you're in the same house together but it was literally because i was having to work when my wife was home yeah she, so you really she would focus on the kids so i can um get the work done and it, it, it was hard looking back in, t- in fact even now i think i've kind of forgotten a little bit about it like it's just you talking about it there's took me back it was uh full on i think but you know what i had a great time with the kids yeah and yeah that i mean that's time that is precious time even though it was obviously not good circumstances and none of us would have wished that it is time that was i feel like that about the time that i had at home yeah i think it's easy to i think it's easy to look at the negative points we talked, we talked about this in the podcast with dave from histrionics it's easy to see the negative side first yeah. but then actually once you pull on that thread you start seeing some of the positive things and for me um I got the work done on evenings and weekends when I could and I got the childcare done during the day. Which bit am I going to probably remember more in a fond way? Yeah. Well, it's going to be the childcare and the, the, the family time that I did get to spend. Um, and yeah, it was stressful with, with work and things like that. But, you know, this is a perfect example of what people have had to, to go through. And it, it, we've had a whole range of stories that have been completely different with different yeah. challenges um and it's funny because we touched on that yesterday with with um barbara in, in podcast if you've listened to, to that one where um you know she mentioned this you know not not wanting to say if you've had a positive experience almost because you don't know what other people have been through and what their hardships are and it that is really true actually because this year has been terrible in so many ways um but i'm really grateful for the positives that we have had you know my husband's been at home which he normally works away and we've we've had him at home which has been lovely he's been working from home he's desperate to get back to the office but for us it's been really nice and you know I've got some really lovely memories of lockdown with the kids as well that um I wouldn't have had but equally that's not taken away at all from all of the terrible things that are going on and um you know the stories that everyone has that, that everyone's been through um various forms different hardships and yeah, it's yeah. just so different it is just so different this situation and it's uh crazy i thought you're going to say the fond memory of uh, natalie sent me a picture of a hanging shelf floating shelf what's it called? <gasps> yes that's still up actually it looks really good it's a shelf on string well it... don't want <laughs> it's a very but nice shelf thanks I did. I sawed it myself. Yeah. I sanded it. I 
painted it with love. And now it's got a very nice candle and plant on it. Yeah, it looks amazing. <laughs> but also, this is what people have done through lockdown. 2020 was the year that I discovered um, that I could make cheese scones in quiche. Now, why haven't you actually told me that? Because uh, I love a cheese scone. You've had some of my cheese scones, haven't have you? I? I don't think so. Oh, yeah. It, people are probably thinking, oh, that's, they're really easy to make. But I've always been really scared. They're two things that I've always thought, I can't do those. You don't need to be scared of a scone. No, well, I realise that now. <laughs> Honestly, I can get up and I can whip up a batch of scones before I even have my breakfast. It's great. There we go. <laughs> yeah, it, it, again, people have kind of looked. Is it, do you think that's because we've been at home, not flying around as usual, and we're almost yeah. going, what can I do? Absolutely. I, there's never been more Victoria sponge, sponges made in this house, honestly. We, we love a Victoria sponge in this house, and I think we must have had one every week. <laughs> um, and the kids have been getting really involved in the baking, actually, and that's carried on. Ellie, um, my eldest daughter, she's, she's discovered a love of um, like cooking and baking. We, we did quite a lot with her, actually. Um, you know, she's always loved baking cakes and whatnot, but she, she's, she loves getting a recipe now and, and doing everything herself. Um, so that's been really nice. Well, the boys yeah, thought, the boys thought I was a bit of a hero um, during lockdown because one of those well-known chain of bakers um, <laughs> was closed. Um, so I got some phyllo pastry and a sausage. I think you can see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rolled, rolled it, scored it and put it in the oven and when it came out, the kids were like, oh, my word, that's amazing. <laughs> oh, sausage rolls. <laughs> yeah. You can't beat a sausage roll, especially a homemade sausage roll. Yeah, exactly. No. Oh, you need an egg wash. Make it golden. Uh, yeah, secret. So, yeah, well, we do digress a bit away from the business, but I think that's, yeah, that's, exactly, that's exactly the point, though, isn't it? Like, that's it's lockdown covid working from home and all it's made those two separate things from like family and work that's often been kept separate it's made them collide yeah and i think people have got into that so lots of people work from home from home but their day has not necessarily been nine to five working has it it's been do some work and then have a break and maybe make a hanging shelf and then go back to work and you know take a bit longer and make uh, a meal that you wouldn't have necessarily had time or the inclination to make previously you know it's a it's a funny old one but i think people are definitely taking more time to to do other things during the working week that they wouldn't have done before um yeah i think there's lessons to be learned i think um i've i've learned that you not to well i've learned this basically i'm either family doing family stuff or i'm doing work stuff i can't, I can't do both so yeah. I've got to allocate time accordingly for both of those things. And that's really important. That's really important to me. And that's one thing I'm going to take away uh, moving moving forward. Yeah, I think that's a, a, a good lesson that probably a lot of us have learned. Um, yep. You feel focused, isn't it? So looking forward to the new year. Um, yes. We're going into... Yeah, we've got some exciting plans, haven't we? Yeah, we have. We, we're, we're going into a Christmas... Um, like shut down uh, over the Christmas period, um, which will be uh, a welcome break. Um, and then we're coming back in the new year with fire in our bellies. That's the plan. Um, not that we need any more fire in our bellies because actually we really enjoy what we do. 
Um, challenges aside, we've kind of got to just see what happens, you know, make the best laid plans, but also we need to see what the situation is nationally. But we are going to be leaning further into our HubSpoke media brand. So for those of you who don't know, I've got HubSpoke marketing, and then I developed a couple of years ago HubSpoke media because I was also doing just standalone photography and videography for people who weren't necessarily getting any marketing. And I was like, hmm, what should I call this? So that's where the other brand uh, came about. What Natalie and I have decided on um, is that we are going to lead into the HubSpoke media brand and start developing um, just that identity really um, and try and we'll lead with that. The HubSpoke marketing is definitely staying. It's not going anywhere, but the, the lead brand that we're, we're going to be developing and running with is HubSpoke media. And we've got a few of our things like our, some of our social media accounts are already HubSpoke media and it just feels that now, now is the right time. Um, so yeah, just to suppose an internal thing for us to look forward to doing and, I know we're both quite excited for that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see what those challenges bring in the new year. Um, and obviously, from my point of view, you know, we'll just keep our heads down, um, keep producing good work for our clients. That's a priority. And, uh, you know, if we look after our clients, hopefully that will produce more more work in the future going forward. So, yeah. So, Christmas break. Screen as well. <laughs> well, you've done well on this podcast. Considering a couple of weeks ago, you're going, oh, I don't like talking on podcasts. I can't, <laughs> can't shut you up now. I know it was always going to happen. <clears throat> so, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about um, just sort of wrapping up the 12 podcasts of Christmas series. Um, and we're going to delve into um, a quick overview on some of the businesses there and discuss sort of some of the main sort of strands that have emerged from the podcast so keep an eye out for that other than that natalie thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me on as always no problem and uh we'll catch up in the new year after we've recorded the next podcast which we've got to do <laughs> yeah in a minute <laughs> bye so, take care see you later Well, if you've got this far, thank you for listening to this episode. I hope there was some good insight in there. If you want to reach out to us on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Hubspoke Media. And if you want to get us on Twitter, it's at Hubspoke One. Other than that, we'll see you in the last episode, the 12th episode of the 12 Podcasts of Christmas, where we will be summarising and wrapping up all of the amazing, interesting stories that we've heard throughout this series. Thank you so much for joining us, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.